All right, well, let's get into this bracket. So we've got four matchups tonight. And uh, how do you want to start? You want to start with our one versus our eight seed? Let's go right. Top right down. down. Okay. Let's do this. I've got some <clears throat> a ridiculous scenarios. I will do a random number generator to pull the question. All right, so our first matchup is Alexander and Hephaestin uh, versus Kobe and Shaq. All right, well, Alexander and Hephaestus were were clearly more than a bromance. I was going to say, did we ever suspect Kobe and Shaq of being lovers? No. No. I think not. No. I'm going to say no. Hard no. Yeah. But. So with that, I don't know. I've got a picture here of Colin Farrell and Jared Leto looking (laughs) steamy. Just exquisite. Yeah. All right, so Alexander and Hefeason versus Kobe and Shaq. Here's the first scenario that we find them in, uh, as we've done at the previous regions. First team to five points uh, moves on to the next round, so as many questions as it takes to get there is what we're doing. So number two is the question that got selected, the heist. So before retiring from the game, You've got to make one last score so you can spend your golden years opening up a jazz club in Montreal with your girlfriend uh, while providing enough for your estranged daughter to go to college. However, two of your crew drop out because they realize something is more important than the thrill of the game. So who do you pick as your last-minute replacements for your crew? So you've got your crew. You've got your hacker, your muscle. The game. The score, man. It's all about the game. That one last heist. That's the game. Okay. The thrill of the chase. Heat. Okay. All right. All right. All, right, all this. Right. Okay. Sorry. Right. Right. I'm, I'm slow. It's all right. Watch some heist movies with your son next. All right. Instead of just. Okay. All right. So you got your crew. Two of your guys drop out. You got to quick replace them. Do you pick Alexander and Hephaestin? Alexander, the <clears throat> conqueror, the basically undefeated, and Hephaestin, his advisor slash lover. Or you pick Kobe and Shaq, uh, great dynasty with the Lakers, were possibly two of the best to ever play the game. Had rivalry moments, definitely for sure, but when it mattered, they won. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on this one. Um, first of all, I'm thinking heist. I'm thinking getaway car. Didn't Shaq, like, famously have to take the front seat out of his cars and he would sit in the back seat of said car and drive it? I think so, yeah. I think that's true. I can't imagine Kobe's much smaller. Um, I don't like their versatility. They're very describable in a lineup. Um, Kobe's already had some legal trouble. That's going to come into play. I look at this picture of Alexander and Hephaestin, and I've got, like I said, Colin Farrell, and Jared Leto, um, if nothing else, they could play great heist lovers. I don't know what to call it, but I'm going <laughs> with like uh, a good heist and Jared Leto on this. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just like a dog day afternoon with those two. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, Eric? The film Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, I thought we were back to the lover question. Which was, which was a heist where... The one guy is trying Pacino, to, right? Yeah, he's trying to yeah. steal from the bank to pay for his lover's whatever. Man, that was way ahead of its time, right? Yeah, yeah. 
It was provocative. Wow. Um, so we got one for Alexander. What's that? Yeah. Al Pacino is in here somewhere. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm going to go with Alexander and Hefeisen for a different reason. It has nothing to do with Hefeisen, but Alexander, you know, if you know the story of the Gordian Knot, where he showed up mm. to this town, and they're like, well, if you can untie this knot, you get to be king of uh, what the, the I thought it was like you would conquer the world or something. Yeah, like like you undie this knot, you're going to be king of Asia. He's like, okay. And, you know, there's stories. The two stories are, one, he sits there, looks at the knot, finds the end and opens it up. The other one, he takes the sword out, cuts it in half and says, doesn't matter how you undo the knot. I think Alexander has the right mentality to take care of it. So you look at him, you see solutions oriented. Yeah, you got to crack the safe or whatever it is. He'll find a yeah, solution. He'll either, you know, crack the safe by listening to the tumblers, or he'll blow it open with C four. Doesn't matter. He's getting in to get the safe you, open. You can't yeah. just cut the knot in half. That's not undoing the knot. This that's mm-hmm. horse crap. First of all, it's well, that's just what he did. A story from history, and Alexander yeah. then went well, on. Well, and it says for at least well, three years. Then, well, <laughs> but well, and part of that story when he cut the knot. Was yes, he went on to conquer much of Asia, but he died tragically young. And so some say, eh, this is what you get for cutting the knot. So what happens when you get cute? Yep. So yeah, I I think Alexander and Hephaestion as well. And the reason I do is for whatever reason, is I get this Brad Pitt Clooney vibe from like Ocean's Eleven. I think they're gonna be smooth, they're gonna be have like a well-oiled machine, they're gonna be in, they're out. Again, Kobe and Shaq, I love them. They got a lot of assets and a lot of skills. I don't know if you want them on a heist crew because who was who was one of the perpetrators? Well, it was the giant seven foot two black man <laughs> that's ambling away slowly oh, down well, the street. We're not racially profiling here. I mean, I'll I mean, was Mediterranean. I'm, not, I'm just <laughs> I think it's profiling. Yeah. I think it is a uh, it's just it's stating very factual description of. <laughs> Who this giant man is, he's right there because he's so slow at running. He's still there. Like, you can just, like, he'd be great in a fight, but. Where is he now? He's on the TNT set. He's he's, yeah, he's sitting right there. Yucking it up with Charles Barkley. Yeah. Right, right next to Ernie's, another very large black man. Yeah, Ernie's losing his mind. And one tiny right. white man. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Plays zero right. basketball ever. <laughs> All right, so we got 3 0. Alexander Hephaestion. All right, next question. Let's see if Kobe and Shaq and now, if, if not Duncan and Pop were in here, I'd be oh my lord, all over that. Pop. All right, let's do our generator. Okay, I think this is this is a good question. Who do you want throwing your bachelor party? So, Alexander and Hephaestion, both wild drinkers. Uh, Possibly Alexander drank himself to death, and uh, or Kobe and Shaq. Um, Who do you want throwing your bachelor party? I think this is a no. I think there's a question. comeback written all over it. I'm going Kobe and Shaq. Um, I'm trying not to go off the rails here, but this possible homosexual vibe with Alexander Hephaestion has thrown me off on the bachelor party. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course, of course, but. For my bachelor party, I think I'm going with the uh, the Kobe and Shaq vibe. They probably know the way around Vegas, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. 
all the right places to go. I'm definitely going with Kobe and Shaq on this. Yeah, I think they would. I think it would be a level of party that I could not comprehend, but I would want to be part of it with Kobe and Shaq. Like, in, I, especially in their heyday, single Kobe and single Shaq. I, I don't want yeah. Kobe married Shaq. No, I and I think that Kobe was very pretty young. So <clears throat> Still. that's true. I it, for me, it it doesn't really matter there. I do think Kobe and Shaq a have a have a, a, a level of sophistication and and a kind of an idea of grandeur for this party uh, without it being out of control. Because I think Kobe. He's a competitor. It's going like, to be the best there is, but it's going to be, it's going to be contained within the boundaries it needs to be. Well, and I things. do appreciate that. It's one. I feel like we, if this was a bachelor party that we could be a part of, you know, it's our bachelor party. It would feel like an episode of MTV Cribs, and I'm all for that because that would be fantastic. Also, if Cameron was here tonight, this would be his obligatory. You know, I used to I delivered pizzas at Kobe Bryant's house one time. Because he's told that story many times. Which How have is, I never heard that story? Which is just one step below a bachelor party hosted by Kobe. I Joel mean, it's Cameron. basically the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Cameron Lamu, pizza boy in Southern California back in, his, in the day. And one of his calls was to Kobe Bryant's house to drop up some hot and ready's. I don't know what it was, but yeah. Cameron Lamu. probably got the double to, pepperoni. Yeah. He's a double pepperoni guy. Oh yeah. All okay, right. Then you tie that up. Ties it up. Uh, let's. All right. Let's see what this one is. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's start a band. So everyone knows that if you want to pick up chicks, you got to be cool. And if you want to be cool, you got to start an '80s hair band in your garage with your buddies from high school. You got the dream. You've got the pipes. You just need your bandmates. Who are the wild stallions that will join your motley crew? Kobe and Shaq or Alexander and Hephaestion? What kind of hair band are Kobe and Shaq going to be part of? Have you seen Shaq with an afro? It's amazing. <laughs> it's glorious. Might be Has a Shaq wig, but it looks incredible. What? Has Shaq had an afro? Well, he's been in commercials where he has an afro. I'm sure it's a wig, but it looks great. <laughs> Even Google's giving me nothing here. Oh, never mind. There it is. Oh, wow. Majestic. Like a lion's mane. That's pretty nice. Um, I'm taking Alexander and Hephaestion in my band. Um, okay. I'm not getting any musical vibes out of Kobe and Shaq. And Alexander was possibly a genius in many ways. I'm going to guess he was classically trained he probably has some musical he was classically trained by aristotle correct so. yeah so you can't get more <laughs> classical training than that yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah i'm going uh i'm, I'm going a and h on this one and shack with the fro if you want to put that in in post it is sweet <clears throat> yeah I mean, sadly, there's no pictures of him doing this on the court. That would have been fantastic, but this is pretty good. 
Is it like if, if he had been in the movie Semi-Pro? I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, it is. He's wearing like seventies garb, like like some African, like faux African stuff, and he's driving just a mini bus. I think it's pretty sweet. <laughs> That's awesome, Eric. Are you struggling with this one? I, I am, but I, you know, Jeff's point. I don't. I see nothing out of Kobe and Shaq. It's a musical. Uh, but I, I mean, Alexander and Hafeisen. I just assume they would understand music. They would have played it. It would just been a part of their their upbringing to play, sit around and just string on the harp a little bit, mm-hmm. and pump that harp into a into an amp and just crank yeah. it to eleven. Yeah, you just, just I think assume Hafeisi was a guy that shows up to the party with the acoustic guitar. It's like, ah, uh, all right, this guy. No, Jared Leto would. <laughs> Jared Leto, absolutely. Okay, I mean, that, might, that seals it, right? I mean, sure. If that's what helps Jared, you make the decision, Jared Leto, guitar vibes, seconds from Mars. I think the glitz and glamour of Alexander and Hephaestion as they're just going on tour through ancient Greece and Asia, um, that lends itself to '80s hair band. Like, there's gold, there's decadence, there's probably a lion on stage. All the they ride cities. in on an elephant. <clears throat> like, it's gonna be. It's going to be a banger. So I, I think agree, I agree. I'm I sure Alexander that Robin William, Williams announced them as they entered each city, just like in Aladdin. Right? Oh, yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah. It's a good you look. Go I like with, that. You going with them, too? Yeah, I'll give it to them. All right. Well, that's – Here we go. Hey, the first. one seed moves on. What I mean, what do you expect? It's the one seed. All, All right, right. Next up. Whew. Buzz and Woody – and Sherlock and Watson. So we've got a, a matchup of entirely fictional bros here. Buzz and Woody from the Toy Story franchise. I think if you look at the, the arc of their relationship, Woody obviously does not like Buzz. He sees him as a threat in the first movie. But over the next three movies, four movies, I guess now, uh, you can see that they become just the thickest thieves. And uh, even though they have their arguments, there's something else. And you got Sherlock and Watson. Watson always plays second fiddle to Sherlock, but um, without Watson, Sherlock probably goes into an opium-fueled tailspin and uh, never comes out of it. So let's see what their question is. And opium must have been just like the best thing ever, huh? It sounds, yeah, it sounds pretty <laughs> incredible from what I hear. Not going to try it. Okay. Your doctor might prescribe oh, it, but. Okay. I, this is an interesting one. Uh, cross-country road trip. So, who would you go on a cross-country road trip? You're packed into, you're moving across country. So, you're not just visiting somewhere. You're moving from perhaps Bakersfield to Florida. I don't know. Just throwing that out there hypothetically. Uh, you got to pack up all your belongings in your 2002 Ford Escort. Who's going to ride with you? Buzz and Woody or Sherlock and Watson? Sherlock would certainly abandon you at some point if he disagreed with you. 
Why do you say that? Because every every story of his <clears throat> in the middle section, he's he's willing to like they like cannot listen to Watson, not give him the time of day. Like Sherlock has this personality that just is not meant for people. <laughs> okay. Right. Like he's, he's very tied yeah, into I mean, his own thing. And so if people are in the way of that, he will tire of them quickly. So I don't think Sherlock's going to be a very good uh, passenger or driver for this. Watson okay. would be great. But Sherlock, and much of my, much of my uh, exposure to Sherlock and Watson ha- is the Benedict Cumberbatch um, Sherlock show, the BBC one. Okay, it's probably where I have the most exposure to Sherlock Holmes. Okay, I think Sherlock. The thing that, like, I agree. I think Watson be great. I think Sherlock could be great, but. I think Sherlock would get very bored stuck in Mm -hmm. a car for 40 hours or whatever it is and might become Mm -hmm. a bit insufferable there. Now, Buzz and Woody have their own issues. You know, Buzz might see Zerg and just fly off and try to go solve that problem. Or, you know, Woody would get, would miss Andy and say, we got to get back to Andy and just be like really mopey about that. Cause he's got to take care of his kid. I don't know, but or I think with that, they limp on the passenger seat because that's what they do when human beings are around. That's true. If we have, their, if they're abiding by their universe's rules, they just lay there. Did they might mess with your stuff when Watson you're not with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. <laughs> I did. It was, was bad not good. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was not a good movie. It's. <laughs> I, I wish I could say it was something redeeming about it. I, maybe there was a couple funny parts, but nothing like worth mer- remembering like there was in Step Brothers. Like it was, it was pretty garbage. So. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and give my votes to Sherlock and Watson because uh, at least they're human. Sherlock might give some good conversation along the way, even if it's lecturing mm-hmm. me. Or berating me, it's at least okay. something. So that's where All I'm right. going. I'm going Buzz and Woody. I'm going to assume that they're animated during this whole thing. Um, I like Woody's can-do attitude. He's generally uplifting, trying to get everybody on the same page. Uh, Buzz, mm-hmm. you know, he's different from Woody, but they, they they basically get along. I think Buzz and Woody would be far more sustainable and entertaining on a, what we've decided is a 40 hour car ride now. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Buzz and Woody be the, the two I want. All right, let's do next question. Uh, generate question. <laughs> question three. All right, so you and your buddies are out camping in the woods, getting drunk and being stupid uh, during an ill-advised axe-throwing contest. Uh, You find the head of a hatchet buried in your shin. 
Which bros are you going to have help you out? One of them has to call your wife and tell her everything's fine, but you got to go to the hospital while the other one drives. And for the assumption here, Buzz or Woody can drive the vehicle. So uh, who do you pick? I'm definitely going Sherlock and Watson here. Um, Sherlock's got some amount of medical experience or if nothing else, enough knowledge to be of some help here. Woody's going to use tape on your chin. I don't know. I don't know if I want either one of them driving. Well, and Watson, Watson was a doctor. I, yeah, Watson's a doctor. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Then there. I'm definitely... And, and, and Sherlock would either... I Gosh, having him on the phone with, with my wife is probably not the best idea because he's either going to... I He's... I'd rather have Watson on the phone and take care of me. You can't. Were you okay. just Watson or just Sherlock just in the back seat or what? <laughs> no, Sherlock can thing? drive. He can drive the vehicle. Okay. Does he know how to burying his talents there, Eric? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think that's three for Sherlock and Watson. Yeah. No, all three of us. That puts it at oh, four. Four or two. So we're going to our third question. All right. Okay. Yeah, do a little suspension of disbelief here, but it's the restaurant question. So you and your bros decide to open a restaurant because Gordon Ramsay makes it look so easy. Who do you choose to be your partners? Woody and Buzz or Sherlock and Watson? And one of you has to be a cook, one of you has to be the server, and one of you has to be the host. And again, for the assumption here, Woody and Buzz can complete all of those tasks physically. I'm definitely going Buzz and Woody on this. I I don't see Sherlock and Watson having the staying power to make this restaurant a success. I feel like one bad night, you just need, again, Woody's can-do attitude. Buzz is generally on board with whatever. They're the guys I want to be in the trench with on this one. I think Sherlock would be a great head chef because he'd be also a terrible head chef. Like like Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. Like if you don't do what he says exactly the way he says it, he would get kind of disgusted with you. But I wouldn't want to work with that. Yeah, I would want a Woody or a Buzz in the kitchen. Well, the, so here's the thing. The trade-off with with cooks, with chefs, is that they're brilliant, but they're mm-hmm. they're unapproachable, right? Like, they, they put a lot of points in their, in their cooking skills, and they took the points off the charisma. I mean, if, yeah, if Hollywood's telling me anything, that, that's the trope. So I'd agree with that. Which would be a perfect Sherlock. So then would you have a Watson as a host and you'd be the server? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of nothing, what I was thinking. business for nothing, folks. Yeah. It's... Like, where are you going to put Buzz in a restaurant? Oh, I think Buzz would be a great server. He's got he could be a good server. Pack. What about Woody? He I think Woody's kitchen. running the kitchen. I, I yeah, see yeah. Woody in the kitchen. Buzz running the kitchen. 
And I see Woody is the front of the house guy. Oh, yeah. Saddle on up, partner. Yeah, like, what is it, table for two? Come on over. Yeah, I think Woody would be a good host. No, Buzz is going to be an incompetent cook. How do you know this? Because I've seen the movies. <laughs> He's incompetent, right? Like, everything he does is from this, like, goofy, completely unaware... Okay, well, if it's me, I'm picking Buzz and Woody. I would be the cook. Woody would be my host, and then Buzz is the server. So now it's 4-4, four, four. so now you've got to make a decision, Eric. That's what well, you get, Eric. I yeah. have to go with Sherlock and Watson. Okay. Just, what? I have to. I, get ready, I think Sherlock get ready for an opium-laced menu. Just opium <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Everyone walks away <laughs> feeling better. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't say they're open in a hookah lounge. Go ahead, Eric. Tell us what why. Jake, and I, Jake explained. Sherlock is a great, <clears throat> he's a great chef, even if he's a bit prickly on the outside, right? He's going to make it all perfect. He's going to want the quality a, to be what it should be, even if well, he has to sacrifice a sous chef every week to make it happen. He also and has a very it. messy room. Just saying, he's a very messy guy. Okay. That's fine. He doesn't have to clean. He has two right. chefs for that, right? Like, can't wait for the health department to shut you down. That's <laughs> that's gonna be fun, fun conversation. All right, Sherlock and Watson move on. Brings us up to God. Shania Twain, uh, Mark Twain, and Nikola Tesla versus Che Guevara and Fidel Castro. This is a fascinating matchup. All right. Che Guevara, Fidel Castro, overthrew the Batista government in Cuba in the 50s. They had a falling out later on. Uh, some think that Guevara was killed because Fidel Castro would not intervene on his behalf in Central America. And you got Mark Twain and Nikola Tesla, who were friends. Uh, Mark Twain supported a lot of Tesla's projects. Um and Tesla, vice versa, tried to give him advice on companies to not or to invest in. Um, Twain apparently loved what Nikola Tesla was doing and, and totally bought into his vision. All right. So let's see what the questions are. Seven. <laughs> okay. This is a random one. Uh, beer Fest. So, while attending your grandfather's funeral, you find out his last wishes were to have his ashes spread in his homeland of Germany during Oktoberfest. No sooner do you make it to the Rhineland than you and your brother find yourselves in a high-stakes underground international beer fest competing against your previously unknown, long-lost relatives who stole your grandfather's birthright to the family brewery. Who do you pick to round out your team in a, and compete in the beer fest games? Mark Twain and Nikola Tesla. Che Guevara and Fidel Castro. And for those that have never seen the movie, these games would constitute quarters, uh, beer pong, das boot. What are you thinking? Um, I know that I can't do this, but my temptation is to take one from each team and take uh, Twain and Castro because Twain was awesome, probably America's first stand-up comedian and Castro, I mean, is 
relentless drive for power. Got him mm-hmm. to the top. Um, but if I got to split him up, I'm going Twain and Tesla. Uh, Twain's a good guy. Castro is a power hungry murderer. And that's just where I'm going to draw the line. And I think that's a fair line to draw. Sometimes you, you don't want to always want that in a beer fest. No, it's Eric, a bad vibe. Well, one thought is Che and Castro spent a lot of time fighting in revolutions, right? Yes. So I assume if they were in the army, they had a tendency to be able to drink and drink well. I don't know for a fact what their drinking habits were, because it could have been like teetotalers for all I know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Twain, however, I know did drink. And he also seems like somebody that would be, you know, not murdering people. So I'm going to go with Twain. So I think he'd make this more enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, he's a great storyteller. So right? he'd be a very entertaining. Uh, yeah, okay. So I just looked this up, but... Uh, this is hysterical. Um, I was going to pick Twain and Tesla anyway. Part of the reason I was going to pick them, one, I think Twain would be fun to have at this beer fest. Also, I think Tesla would do great at like the skills-based stuff like beer pong and quarters because he was a scientist. And so I think he'd have like the engineering for that figured out. But it says also Nikola Tesla drank whiskey every day because he thought it would make him live for 150 years. So I'm I'm thinking he's probably going to do okay. Was he right about that? Yeah, what did he Sadly base that on? <laughs> so, what, so, what was the outcome of that experiment? He's not 150. That's liver damage. Well, one whiskey a day isn't going to do that, right? I Okay, so he said I'm not going to do it, Whiskey? Okay, he says, I eschew all stimulants. I practically abstain from meat. I'm convinced that within a century that coffee, tea, and tobacco will no longer be in vogue. Whiskey, however, will be still be used. It is not a stimulant, but the veritable elixir of life. Okay, so he wasn't right about everything, but... Yeah, he says it's out, its benefits outweighed any risks. It's sterile. God, see patches of Hulahan. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Twain and Tesla jump out to a three nothing lead. Let's see if we can make this a little more competitive. Next question. Fidel would want to even this out, wouldn't they? It would. Communists. Hmm. This question will inevitably give the win to Twain and Tesla. So, so you're I'll tell you what it is. I'm going to say it because that's the number that came up. But you guys can decide if we should keep it or pick something that's more fair. Nothing says America like barbecue, cheap beer, and expensive fireworks. You have a choice of two backyard bonanzas to go to for this patriotic holiday. Which one of the founding, which one will make the founding fathers proud and which one will make an eagle weep? Twain and Tesla or Che and Castro? Well, just make that six. <laughs> okay. Swept. I mean, <laughs> I could pick a different question, but that's what the one, that's yeah. what came up. 
no, that's no, what that's, communists that's your deserve. Prerogative as, the, as the question asker, yeah, no, and and I'm okay flushing Che and Castro. Let's be honest, this is <laughs> yeah. There's no way I was letting them advance over Twain and Tesla. Filthy communists. Yeah, thank you. Sometimes the number generator votes for us. That's Got fine. Blanked. Yep. As they should. All right. Last match of the night, Legolas and Gimli from Lord of the Rings and Obi-Wan and Anakin from Star Wars. So another fictional matchup here. See what we get. Okay. Uh, This is an interesting one. Uh, Roommates. So in this economy, the cost of living is just too high. And with interest rates the way they are, you can forget about buying a home. So to save money and make some great memories, which bros would you pick as your roommates? Legolas and Gimli or Obi-Wan and Anakin? Ah, that's a good one. I'm going straight to the fact that a dwarf has got to smell bad, right? <laughs> Probably not going to smell good, no. I mean, Gimli, can you imagine following that guy into the communal bathroom <laughs> and he didn't Oh, the hair? And- yeah. Yeah, there's there's half a G.I. Joe in this turd and some bark and oh I mean living with that guy would be hell. Um Obi-Wan and Anakin, they're they're Jedi. They're they're calm. They're... But Anakin's always brooding and worried about Oh his god girl. help him if he broke up with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but, but you got Legolas bringing like three chicks a night home. You got Gimli do, yeah, I don't know. Gimli's gonna. You wouldn't know because she has a beard too. In the, in the dryer, I don't. I I'm I'm going Obi Wan and Anakin here. <laughs> All right, Eric, you, uh, oh, he you got makes a such here? good points, but I'd rather hang out with Legolas and Gimli. I'd rather have them around. But, but, I mean, the good thing about having Obi-Wan around is he's, he's somewhat thoughtful, philosophical. So, well, and with Obi-Wan, if the landlord, if the landlord asks for money, like, where's the rent money? He can be like, these are not the tenants you're looking for. And then the guy just walks away confused. So, I mean, that's a benefit. We already paid you rent. I just... (laughs) So that would be fine. I just don't want to be roommates with Anakin. Because I've had this roommate before. Always pining, wanting to, like, move. Is it Michael? Oh, that was one, too. <laughs> yeah, you've had a couple Anakins in yeah, your... we've had a few. And it's just... We've it's also had a Gimli. We've also had a Gimli. You've also had... Fulkerson? Oh, so you've lived, this is a lived experience for you, Eric. Which one are you throwing out? You've had a Gimli and you've Dang. had an Anakin. And to be honest, I did choose both of those Anakins. Yeah, you did. I opted for them. Oh, man. I Yeah, I think it's Obi-Wan and Anakin. Those are really good points. Well, I can't smell, so I'm taking Legolas and Gimli. <laughs> it doesn't bother me as much as it... Would bother others. (laughs) 
That's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. That's that. Two to one. Obi-Wan and Anakin. All right. Um, where is it? Okay. Generate. All right. So, house party. Uh, you are at you're hold, hosting a house party. So you and your roommates, I guess, are hosting a house party. And uh, some moron that your buddy invited over uh, decided to break the fog machine, drank all the punch, and then threw one of your buddies through the front door. You and your bros need to rally to your friend's defense, get everyone out of the house, and cover for the cops. So, who do you pick? Legolas and Gimli, Obi-Wan and Anakin, both pairs are excellent fighters. So, quelling quelling that disturbance is probably not going to be an issue. But... Making sure that somebody covers for when the cops come. Somebody's there to make sure that everyone else gets out home safely. Who do you got? You know, it's already come up, but I've got to go with the old Jedi mind trick. You you could nip this thing in the bud at the door, like knocking on the door. It's the cops say, oh, everybody shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Obi-Wan opens the door. Yeah. There's nothing to see here. Cops, you know what? There's nothing to see here. You guys have a good night. That's it. It's over. No one needs an arrow in the neck. No one needs a battle axe in his chest. But it's okay. How much better is that? Right? Like, it's just so much more fun. Well, if you want to go that way, there's Anakin. You can get Anakin all spun up. Yeah. Say, hey, Padme's in the back making out with uh, with a stormtrooper. <laughs> and there's some cops here. Why don't you go do with those cops? <laughs> So I think you can have it both ways, Eric, but I'm going Obi-Wan and Anakin. Just like, who do you want? Just pick one to answer the door. Situation is over. Just totally different outcomes, though. See, I think Legolas would be, well, Legolas would be standing on the rooftop peering into the night and be like, the fuzz are coming. And then he would <laughs> warn everybody, get out, get out. So I, I, it's not, I think the main issue again here is Gimli. Where do you put Gimli in this situation? He's tossing people over the fence. Yeah, he would be throwing. He's not tossing anybody. That's right. He got tossed. Yeah. Dwarves are also incredibly strong. He might be fighting the guy. He'd be the fighter. So then you'd have to be the one responsible for getting the others home safely. Well, he's a minor. He's digging under the fence. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really curious to see where Eric goes with this. I think this situation works out best with Obi-Wan answering the door. It also ends in a similar way, not so much for the cops, if Anakin opens the door. Legolas and Gimli is is very... It's a wild card, so I gotta go with Obi Wan and Anakin. And I hate voting against Legolas and Gimli, just so everyone's aware. Okay. Yeah, I think diffusing a house party, Obi Wan is so strong that I think he makes up for Anakin's weakness on this. 
now, if it was throwing a house party, I would absolutely go to Legolas and Gimli's party. But yes, yeah, I think that yeah, takes it. Obi Wan with that. Obi Wan and Anna can take it pretty convincingly. So is that five to one? Yeah, that's it. Oh man! Woo! Wow! Well, there Smoked you go. Him. Yeah. So that rounds out our fourth bracket, bro modernism. Uh, so next we'll be doing our, I guess, semifinals for each bracket. Uh, but moving on in this bracket, we've got Alexander and Hephaestion, our one seed, going against Sherlock and Watson, the four seed, and then Twain and Tesla, our three seed, going against Obi-Wan and Anakin. So our one, two, three, and four moved on. Yeah. Which I think one, is the second three, bracket where that's happening. Look at that. And Chan Castro got blanked, which is very as they satisfying. should. Yeah, USA, USA. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Dadbot History. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you follow our brackets um, as we move uh, into the further rounds here. Uh, check out the previous regions that we've done: Bro Tiquity, uh, Bro Roke. And uh, bro, enlightenment. And uh, make sure you follow us, like us, subscribe, see us on YouTube, uh, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you find podcasts. And uh, we'll see you all next week and have a great day in history. Mm-hmm.